You good, Chad? Yeah, I'm good. Let's go. Uh, good evening. Welcome to Asmodendax Halls of Madness. The actual halls of madness. We're not in a dungeon. We are in the hall. Well, actually, we are in a dungeon. My mistake. We're in Dungeon 88, which is also known as the Button Club. Uh, it's owned by the uh, uh, proprietor, uh, Connor. I don't know. No, Donner is the owner of the uh, Button Club. He is a half-orc of flamboyance. And uh, you are currently... Um, Considering enrolling in the nightly talent show, which starts in about a half hour, uh, in which Donner is the judge. Uh, reason you are here is Donner's brother, Connor, uh, said that uh, his brother stole a, an engagement ring that is, uh, belonged to his mother or grandmother or something. Uh, to try to prevent uh, Connor from marrying a woman. Connor assumes Donner is jealous. Donner, I'm sure, has his own reasons. Uh, but you don't know where the ring is. You assume it might be on Con it might be on Donner. Might have it stowed away somewhere. But the only way you're going to get near him is uh, he, he is judging this contest in his bar. He is currently up in his office. Uh, you made an attempt with an uh, unseen servant to scout the area, which had its pluses and minuses, but uh, um, kind of really didn't uh, give you all the information you needed. But you do have a layout of the, the um, Basically, the mostly accessible by public areas of the bar and the balcony with more tables and overlooking the, the staging area that is the center of the dance floor where the contest is going to occur. Mm -hmm. So, what's the plan? What's your plan? What would you like to... Do you like more information about the contest? Do you want to talk to somebody? Or are you just going to go in blind? Well, hope you're not hoping that criteria on which we will be judged. Yeah, hope you're not uh, um, first to go. Okay. So who's who's doing what? Um, I guess uh, I'm gonna look around, see if I see any other people looking like they're going to be part of the talent show. Um, mostly you see like uh patrons. People are drinking, partying, you know, just just kind of hanging out. Um, the crowd has gotten, you know, more, uh, crowded, uh, 
as uh, you guys have gone through this, more people have arrived. They know what's coming up. So they're uh, all looking forward to the night. Um, everybody roll me a perception check. I uh, will roll for Lonix to see if he miracle gets something good, which oh, there you go. 11. Okay, that's a number. Yep. Lonix got a 15. So, uh, what do you get, Dylan? Mm, A 10. 10. Okay. Um, Lonix thinks he sees something, but uh, is honestly just distracted by one of the scantily dressed uh, patrons. Uh, But Violet definitely sees something uh, over against the wall, kind of underneath those uh, the stairs to the what is mm, like that walkway that goes to the office. There's a door on that wall, and standing outside that door is uh, a lovely half elf woman uh, with like a clipboard. And while you're looking around, you see a group of three. Uh, flamboyantly dressed gnomes walk up, say something to her. She just, she writes something on her pad and then opens the door. And as they walk through the door, you see other groups of people back there mingling or, or preparing. They're like putting costumes on and stuff. It looks like a staging area of some sorts. Okay. Like the backstage, if you would. Yeah. Um, kind of along the lines of what uh, Pop Pop had you guys dress up. There's just a lot of uh, uh, sequins and feathers and you know leather and you know bright colors and whatnot. Just just a- attention getting stuff. Okay. Nothing appropriate for a Florida classroom. Okay. Sure. Yep. Whereabouts in the bar are you guys? Last I knew you weren't up on the balcony. Or did you make it up there and observe? Yes, you did because you saw the guy guarding that door that Mm -hmm. leads to the, the walkway. So you are on the upper deck. So from your elevated position, you spy this happening down on the main floor, which is leading out of the kind of common area of the bar. That was my thought. An upper decker? I am. Is that where you're hanging your butt over? And sh- is that you're hanging your butt over the rail and shitting on the people below? I mean, that's probably the modified version I would go with, but 
Oh, that's okay. that's fucking evil. People should be executed for something like that. You're not doing it to your friends. Okay, then I then I then I approve because. I'm nothing if not. Yeah, I've never heard a story that said like, and then I took an upper decker and we remained friends. Yeah, the next time we go to a party, um, hold on, I need to go to the bathroom before we leave. Yeah, you'd fall and break your other leg. True. I don't know. I mean, well, he's tall enough. Would it even really be much of a squat? Well, it, well, it is, I guess it is. It is cause for caution because I believe Ch- Jeff's toilet is up on that little raised area down there in the basement. So, yeah, yeah. Just to test Dylan's theory of, and we remained friends. <laughs> hey, sorry. Um, yeah, so you're on the upper deck. You spy this happening, Violet. Uh, how do you share this information, or do you not? Yes. Um, you do... Uh, there's a guy on the dance floor. It, it, the dancing has kind of like settled down. There was a little bit of music and, and people dancing, but now as the, uh, the the main event is drawing near, uh, they have uh, people have kind of cleared off the dance floor and are um, more, uh, you know, getting ready, finding their seats, you know. Whatnot. But a man does walk to the center of the, the dance floor and he does that uh, Dumbledore thing where he puts his wand to his throat and speaks really loud. And he says, last call for uh, entries into the talent show. And he gestures to the little half-elf woman. Vanessa is is uh, here to take your names and uh, your talent. He makes that announcement and goes about his business. He kind of goes back behind the bar and is taking care of his uh, whatever preparations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of think we have to. But you don't. I mean, I don't want to strong arm you. You can uh, just. Lonix is like let me roll here see if Lonix can come up with this idea well he rolled a 17 with his intelligence as a 19 he's like we got two choices here we either sign up for the talent show and hope we win on I don't know what talent or we use during the talent show when we know this Donner guy will be down here, we ransack his office or probably pick or perhaps pick his pocket. 
Yeah, we do both. You could do both. You could split the party. But we don't have to split. We just have to put one person in the talent show as a distraction. True. So put the best act forward. Well, you did. You did see. You did see a number of people back in the quote unquote dressing room. There looked to be at least four groups. So four acts. So if you give each act, say, five minutes, you know, you got 20 minutes of distraction there. Or at least 20 minutes so we know he's not going to be in his office. Who's got 20 the minutes. Talent? 20 minutes of you know he's going to be downstairs. You don't see any fire alarms handy anywhere. I mean, you could you could dissect it too. Uh, the whole goal here is to find the ring to take back to one of the guards that will trade a that ring for looking the other way as you slip down to the vault floor. You don't know what weight you you don't know what awaits you down there. But this is the path you're taking. This is this is where this path will lead. I'll just If nothing else, you take the ring from the both brothers and screw them all. I'll just put it this way. Uh, I am not a uh, performative type. I'll um, give it the college try. I got an 18 charisma, but uh, I don't... He's not trained in performance. Sam, plus on the NPC, I'm not going to be doing that. Yeah, I... Crow related uh, state magic. And you would be, uh, if that was the route, and you would be on the dance floor for, uh, possibly near Connor. Because uh, you hear talk of the, through the crowd that the, the results are judged on two folds audience appreciation or approval and Connor's overall judging. So once you're done, Connor comes up and says, what do we think of this guy? You know, kind of, so you will be near him and you're probably the best, uh, well, one of the best uh, app to pick a pocket. So Jim, could be in the town show or Violet. Jim's dead man. Oh, that's right. We're talking Snowflake here, who is not a rogue, right? Or is a rogue. I um, forget. Is a rogue. Is a rogue. So, yeah, Snowflake could be good too. So, 
That's right, We're Jim. Get a ring off of him. Jim is dead. Yeah, you're looking for a grandmother's engagement ring. Okay. And do we think he carries it? Like, was any intel given? We know he has it. He took it from the. He stole. He snitched right. it from, but or like, snatched it from the other brother. Would it be in a safe normally, or would he carry it on his person because he doesn't trust the safe, or what? He it could be on his pinky, for all you know. Okay. You you have no intel as far as its location. The brother just accused him of taking it, which. Judging by the brother's story, you're apt to believe, yeah, that's probably what went down. Uh, and I, I'm telling you, yes, that's what that went down. So the brother has it somewhere. You don't know if it's in his office. You don't know if it's on his person. You don't know if he gave it to someone else. So do we You're, know, you're playing a hunch and I'm rolling. Do we know what order everything will be in? Order. Well, you got about... Say while you guys are discussing this, you got about twenty minutes till the talent show starts. They just made last calls for the talent show sign up, and you know from here the upper deck, the door to the the catwalk that leads to the office is right over on the west wall. So you're 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 near the door. You have to get through that door to get to his office. It's going to be a really good distraction, hopefully. Well, what I'm saying is, do we know, like, if one of our party goes and signs up, can we go last, or do we go random, or is it order they signed up? You're sign, you're signing up. They might go in the order in which they signed up, uh, or you can maybe try to sweet talk her into saying, "Hey, it's our first time. Is it okay if we go last?" You know, give me a. Because I would like, I would like a little secondary reassurance, like. If we've got Jeff up there doing his thing on stage, if he can go last, we yeah. can check out the office. We still have. I'll give you a. Line. I'll give you a persuasion roll to try to maybe, you know, grease the wheels, get yourself the opportunity to be last um, or first for all your men. Are we? Who would be doing that? Person signing up. Yeah, whoever's going to sign up. I mean, you can all go as a group to sign up and then you say, hey, our buddy here wants to, she wants to join or he wants to join the talent show. You don't all have to. You can go all go to the back room as support. You know, just one of you is going to perform. Who knows? It's up to you, you guys. So what are we thinking? I mean, I'm throwing out ideas. I'm just throwing out options, really. I just want us to try and go last and give us an additional opportunity if we don't. There's, like, there's, there's a good chance you, you can probably swing that. Uh, if not by the turn of the, the talent show organizer, there's always the contestants. You might bribe somebody to go, hey, uh, swap your spots for 20 gold kind of thing. It's an expensive swap. Yeah, well, who knows? There's, there's multiple paths to victory. Her name Vanessa. was Jessica. Vanessa. Jessica. Yeah. One of those. Vanessa. Yeah.
Okay. You scamper down the steps, haul over there. Anyway, go with her. With Violet to sign up? Or you just uh, um, say, do you even tell them you're going to go sign up or you just leave it? The, the entrance to the um, office is on the first floor, right? The entrance to the oh, office floor. is on the second floor. There is a catwalk okay. that goes around. I, I sent pictures to the, I think, the, the game chat or foolish. I forget which one I sent. Yeah. It's been a week ago or something, but two weeks ago. Okay. Um, I will go down with her. Okay. To check out the first floor a little bit, but then after she signed up, I'm coming back upstairs for the office. Okay, Lonix and uh, what was it? Uh, Connor. Winnie. No, what's your character's name? Winston. Winston. That's it. I have it. Like. I totally garbled the W. It looks like M-N-S-T-O-N. W and I look like one letter. Okay. Uh, Winston. Uh, Lonix and Winston will hang out up here and kind of scope the uh, um, the door, see if we can't uh, yep. come up with a way to maybe make that our mission to scoop by there. Yep, I've got a, I've got an idea on that. Okay. I, uh, I took the unearthed arcana variant on the dragon heritage, uh, draconic heritage sorcerer. So we have like bonus spells that you have. So yeah. I have polymorph. I don't know if that'll help. I also have enlarge, reduce, and invisibility. Um, I don't have anything cool like that. Also, yeah. I have fear, counter spell, and slow. Are there any dead things around? Any dead things? Um, yeah. Give me a give me a perception check. Maybe you know there might be. I believe there is an uh, unearthed arcana race of undead. That's a it's a natural one. So yeah, you don't see or smell anything. Okay. <sighs> yep. Okay, uh, Violet, Snowflake, changed. you guys uh, make your way down. Uh, catch uh, Vanessa uh, as she's uh, jotting down uh, the last name. You see she's got, uh, it looks like five names, five like entries as you walk up. Hello, would you like to sign up as well? She's looking at Snowflake. She does I don't even know if she sees... Uh, Violet yet. Yeah, my friend would. Your friend, yes, who? And she kind of looks like behind you, around you, and then sees Violet standing. Oh, yes. And what talent would we be doing? She looks at her clipboard. So, so far we have uh, 
acrobatics. We have a magic show. We have um, dance, interpreted dance, uh, a singer. Really anything's available. Um, does the venue provide a poll? Um, a poll can be provided if necessary. Uh, vertical or horizontal? Uh, vertical. Okay. Now we have two options. What was your talent? Oh, uh, a little uh, hocus pocus to uh, uh, awe and inspire. Okay. Excellent. Oh, okay. Um, very well. I, I will say uh, bird act. Uh, and your name? Violet bird act. Excellent. Um, we do draw random lots uh, once you once you're uh, you know getting ready to start. So uh, there's no rule against you swapping with someone else if they're willing to give up their slot. Uh, uh, a lot of people like to go last, and a lot of people and equal amount of people like to go first. So usually the middle of the pack is left to their own. But uh, uh, some people like to be the last act. You know, in people's minds, some people like to be the one that paws in the beginning. So, you know, it's really up to you, up to performers. We 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 don't dictate too much. It's pretty loose. Okay, she uh, opens the door, and I go. Well, she looks to Snowflake. Will you be accompanying uh, Miss Violet? Uh, are no, are no. you an assistant, or is it her alone? I'm more of a manager. I'll manage over here. Oh, do we still need the poll? She looks She looks back and forth between the two of you. Yeah, I might need to audition a little more talent after the show, so. Okay, it. sure. So, uh, yeah, she was going to say, uh, you know, performers only. Uh, unless, you know, setup is required. But uh, uh, she shows, she opens the door and... Uh, uh, Offers you all, you know, entry. They're both entry. Um, I'm going to turn around and head back upstairs once she's out of the way. Oh, you're not going in with her? Uh, no. Okay. Got some talent upstairs. I see. I see. Okay, uh, Violet, you come into a room. It's it's actually uh, deceptively large back here. Uh, you could see in before, and it was just looked like a row of like uh, like makeup 
chairs, you know, mirrors, and uh, uh, it's like magically illuminated. People are applying makeup and dressing and whatnot. But as you come in, you see that there is another row on the opposite side of that, and then there's another row to the wall. So there's there's like a column in the middle of these dressing areas, like back to back, and then there's uh, rows along the walls and some against the back wall, like lockers and and then closets. There seems to be a lot of props and stuff that are like free for the taking for use. Like uh, there's some stools, chairs, uh, like some kind of magical boxes, a lot of costume items, um, whatnot. Even a few like old decrepit puppets that were left here from maybe a past performer or uh you see the group of three gnomes and there is a a lovely elf who is uh like like she's got her chin up she's kind of doing a me 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 kind of thing like stretching her voice kind of thing and yes there's a marionette style puppet and there's also the hand of its ass you know on your lap kind of puppet. Sure. Sure. It's it's old, it's wooden and it's a uh, it's closer kind of tattered, but uh honestly um given enough time with uh either mending or prestidigitation, you could tidy it up and kind of spruce it up a bit. Well, maybe with even some of the the stuff here that's for use, you know, to kind of dress it up. But yeah, it's it's old. It's been here like for a time. It, some of the strings are, uh, you know, missing or um, tangled, you know, but. The Jessica, yeah. I like the Jessica. That sounds good. Um, there is a band that you can, uh, ask them to, you know, play a sick beat while you're, you're doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. It's not out of the ordinary. Uh, they probably will, uh, ask for a little consideration after, but. Yeah, no problem. You got you got time. Okay. Um, before we cut to the other group, I need you to roll me a six-sided dice. That is the order. That's the the rank in which you pulled for your place. You are next to last. Okay, that is that is where you'll go. Um, so up top, uh, we have uh, Lonix, uh, Winston, and uh, Snowflake uh, rejoins them. What are you boys up to? So there's a bar up here, right? 
Um, there's the bar is on the main floor. There's there's uh, waitresses and and whatnot that come come around. They will bring you drinks up here. Ah, I thought you said there was a separate bar up here. No, no, sorry, not not up here. I mean, there might be in the office, but there's not like an actual yeah. cash bar up here. No, just okay. It's pretty open. I mean, there, it's a high ceiling above this balcony, uh, and the balcony's not. I mean, it's like maybe ten, twelve feet above the the main floor. Yeah. So it's. And then it's like probably 20 feet from there to the actual ceiling. So, but there's like lights and chandeliers and shit hanging from the ceiling, you know, to light the place and stuff. Right. I have to look something up. Okay. Um, And is the gentleman still guarding the door? Uh, there is a there's a man over there. He's currently talking to one of the waitresses, and he's, he's you can tell he's kind of he's knows her. He's kind of got a little uh, um, flirt on. She giggles and uh, gives him a oh, stop it and walks away with her with her tray empty. But she's like heading back downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um. Lonix is going to, he pulls out a copper wire from his pocket and kind of whispers in and he goes, so how's it look back there, Violet? You hear in your voice, or in your head, uh, uh, Lonix's voice, Violet. He sends you a message. When are you going to go? Good, good. Excellent. Gives us time to see what everyone else is up to and uh, better plan what we need to do to really grab everybody's attention. I'm back um, in the title next week. Accept the prize money and smile. I mean, thank the audience. I mean, if you get a, I mean, hopefully just participating, you'll get close enough to Donner to make any kind of, you know, personal assessment, whether or not he is holding per se. Operation happy birthday, Mr. President. Yeah. Right now, I think, uh, Winston is trying to figure out the best way to get into the office. Yeah. Um, from yeah, here, from this balcony, you look straight across past, you know, just underneath the chandelier. You see the office and you see a window. There's like the long pane of glass of his, of his office looking out over the dance floor and everything. Um, it's dimly lit in there, but it's lit enough that you can see the figure sitting at a desk, a couple people standing around talking. There's a, there's a, uh, the glow of the cherry of like a cigar or something he's smoking, maybe a pipe. 
uh, which illuminates his face. You see uh, Donner, and he uh, is currently like you know just hanging out with uh, his boys in his office as uh, the festivities get ready to start here in a few minutes. Yeah, there's a guard over by the door, and then there's a wall along the catwalk to almost the corner, and then there's a guardrail, which you can then see the catwalk that leads right into his office. And then there's a long window. It doesn't go, like, ceiling to floor, so, you know, you, there is a place, like, like waist high that you... uh could hide behind if you were sneaking in there so you wouldn't be seen by anyone else, I guess. Does that make sense? So, I, I have a player question for you, DM. Absolutely. Is it fair to assume that if a creature, person, NPC, whatever, has to make a saving throw that they would know that magic has been used against them? Uh, not always until the spell expires. Like friends, they don't know it. They don't know what's happened until it expires. Um, okay. I mean, that, that is a uh, one particular, I believe the, once they, once the spell ends, they know it's a spell was cast upon them. Uh, charm, you know, I don't no. know if, uh, uh, what spell are we talking about here? Cautious hideous laughter. Um, I believe you have, uh, one of the components is a somatic, right? Where you have to speak yeah. to them. I mean, you just they tell them a joke, them. you tell them a joke and, uh, they, it, they find it irresistibly funny if they fail their save. If they they make their save, they just don't find it humorous enough. Right. I don't I think it does. It doesn't do damage, correct? Correct. There is no damage. Yeah, it just incapacitates them with laughter. Um, yeah. I mean, some people, I mean, after it expires, they might just be embarrassed that they, like, what, what the hell came over me? You know, they might be suspicious, but, you know, unless they have, like, overt uh, reason to to suspect something. Yeah. You know, they they could let it go. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming that at some point, Lonix and I have traded spell notes here, and we know what we're both, you know, good at. Yeah, I, I, um, I mean, cantrips wise, I have mage hand, message, prestidigitation, firebolt, and chill touch. Okay. I have burning hand, shield, detect magic. Uh, second level, I have enlarge, reduce, invisibility, scorching ray, and dragon's breath. Third level, I have counter spell, slow, and fear. Fourth level, I have dimension, door, and polymorph. And okay. fifth level, I don't have access to, but I will have legend lore. 
Um, so, just occurred to me, Dimension Door could just pop pop us right in there. Could. Could. We don't want to pop in there. While they're in there. While they're in there. Right. And we don't want to disappear in front of a bunch of people, so we do need to wait for distraction. And I only have one fourth level spell slot. So as do I. Which I don't think I can can I use uh sorcerer's points or re- recover a fourth level spell? Do you have enough sorcery points? Yeah. I have seven sorcery points, so I don't know if that's enough. Yeah, I don't either. Um, creating a spell slot, fourth level, six six sorcery points. Oh, okay. So okay. I could again, you know, using that as a it's a as a bonus action, you turn you expel one. No, I'm sorry. Expel one spell slot to create a number of sorcery points. Um, you can. Oh, it's the same way. Back yeah. and forth. So yeah. yes, six six. So I could dimension doors in there, and then as a bonus action, gain the spell slot to dimensional doors back out. Mm-hmm. And I believe dimension door you can carry extra people, right? It isn't just me. Um, yeah. Uh, I mentioned. Yeah, I'm thinking it might be one other person. Uh, Dimension door. You teleport yourself from your current location to any other spot. You you can bring along objects as long as their weight doesn't exceed your carry. You can also bring one willing creature of your size or smaller who is carrying gear up to their carrying capacity. Yep. So, me and one other person. Yep. But it has to be me. And then one other person. So I can't, like, cast it and send you two in there. No. Because that would not help you to get out. Nope. Okay. So... What do you have? Here's what what do you have for spells? Don't you have a bunch so in here? I have, I have message, chill touch, light, and mending. Okay. Identify mage armor, unseen servant, Tasha's hideous laughter, magic missile, burning hands, alarm, disguise self, and once per long rest, I can cast comprehend languages. Also, okay. once per long rest, I can cast misty step. I can cast Rope Trick, Cloud of Daggers, Enlarge Reduce, Locate Object, Fireball, Sleet Storm, Counterspell, Animate Dead, Control Water, and Polymorph. Misty Step would get you past uh, the door. Into it that would hallway. Get me past the door into the hallway. Yes. But. you there? No. Okay. No, it's just you. Of course, it's 30 feet in any direction. If you were below his office, 
That is also correct. No. Mm. I don't think I so. Don't think so. Let me check. I think it's dangerous. Uh, briefly surround yourself in a mist, teleport 30 feet to an unoccupied space, occupied space you can see. So uh, yes, if you yes. were below his office to where you could see in the window uh-huh. or on the dance floor and see that that walkway right outside his door where it has just yep. the, the railing you could see up there. Mm-hmm. There is a problem with that, though. It makes a... I'm now, uh, I'm, I'm now on the first floor. People are going to notice when I just disappear. Well, there are, according to my map, on the first floor, there is a room next to, like, the entrance that's right below his office. There is, yes. But you can't see into his office from there. There is the bar. If everybody's watching the dance floor, you could be behind the bar and still look up into his office. That's true, but I had I had a uh, my twelve and a half percent of a plan. How 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 many times can you cast Misty Step? Uh, three times currently. I thought it was once or, per day. I'm, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, once per long rest on that one. Yeah. Okay. I say you could so, teleport to the hallway and then from there into his office. Nope. So here was my thought. I can run interference with the guard. And you guys, because you you have invisibility, you can make multiple things invisible, right? Or no? You can set a higher spell slot, make multiple people invisible, yeah. Yeah, I think I think at second level you can cast it on one person or up to three people. I can't remember. But my thought was, if we if we get you and uh, Snowflake invisible, I can run interference with the guard. You guys can get back to the office and do your thing and get into the office and kind of see if there's a ring in the office. We both have message, so we can kind of, you know, keep tabs on one another that way. Um, yeah, I cast it at third level and can and turn two things, uh, two creatures, invisible. If I mm-hmm. cast it at fourth level, I could put all four of us invisible. Uh, but if we if we did it that way, then we could. Um, I, I'm looking for lowest impact to our spells. <laughs> so that, you know, if this goes south, we've still got other options and we don't blow our whole load here. Well, in situation you're not intending to. Like uh, go inside. No, I'm not. Okay. So, so you don't your... you can just dimension door in there and you save your misty step in case something's going wrong in there. Right. You can misty step your way into the office. 
shooting you have to distract the guard at that point okay well he can't it, it's far i i think uh from the edge of the balcony like in front of everyone watching the thing to the office is even greater than 30 feet yeah because it's 12 feet it's ish up yeah, it's, it's out of range to Misty Step from the balcony from concealment into the office. Dimension door, I can travel 500 feet, so that's no problem. We can be in the dark corner behind a table and teleport yeah. from there. And I don't have to see the place I'm teleporting to. But if I keep the bar, if I keep the guard distracted while you guys do that, then that's going to make it a little easier for you guys to just disappear without anybody noticing. Yes. Right. And I can just hunker down while the the rogue does the sneaking and, invest, and investigating. I mean, we're hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Open. Attempts will be made. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I got a decent investigation, so. Uh, yeah. I'm trained. My, my in it, whole. So. My thought is just to try and keep it as low impact on the spells as possible. Yeah, that's that's a fourth. That's my fourth level spell, and I won't need to recover it unless we want to exit that way. Which honestly, if there's enough of distraction and you can distract that guard, we can move on the balcony and come out that door. That's my if we hope. can get past if we can get past that guard. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was shooting for here. Okay. And honestly, once Donner comes out of the office, maybe the guard doesn't stand guard there anymore. Who knows? Uh, maybe. Or maybe he gets even more paranoid. True. He doesn't go in there and jack off in the fight. Guess we're good. Yeah, it depends on what... <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, but I'd like to do... I'd like to go as quick as possible once he leaves just because I'd like to leave time for a second attempt if it's on his person on the dance floor or wherever when he's out of the office. Well, your first attempt on the dance floor would be the fifth act when Violet comes out. Right. So you uh, could, as soon as it starts, if you guys make your attempt, as soon as it starts, uh, then, I mean, Lonics can keep people informed with message. That's 120 feet. I think we have range enough to to communicate yep. with with most everybody in the group, uh, mm -hmm. at least inside this this uh, building, if you will. Yeah. So the the communications are handled, and so that that takes care of at least one side of the the um coordination mm -hmm. <sighs> so is that the plan is that what you, you got uh yeah i mean i'd, I mean, I'd like to get in there right away as soon as they walk out and then see what we can do and if we look through there and we, we may have to wait for the first act to actually start, you know, to really get people's attention before we uh, go. But uh, 
figure give, I mean, give minimum three minutes, max five, six minutes for each act. So we got, say, 15 minutes until Violet's up. So we got 15 minutes to do our business and get out. And try and not raise any alarms. All right. So, uh, Violet, back in the, uh, the staging area. Uh, but Jessica says, uh, it is uh, time for the first act, and she uh, signals the the three gnomes that they are up, um, and they they're kind of in a loose fit, kind of a Sinbadi kind of outfits, and they're doing some limber little uh, act uh, warm ups, and they're like, "We're on it." Uh, and they, uh, she shows them to the door, and they come out. Um, about this time, uh, on the balcony, you guys uh, see um, the guy at the door put his hand to his like his ear, and then turn and open the door, and out walks uh, Donner. Um, you assume it's Donner. He's got uh, still clutched in his teeth a cigar that you guys saw through the window, and two other um, half work like uh, companions. One's a kind of a, a tall, thin, like lengthy uh, half work, and the other one is your typical squat, you know, just kind of animalistic looking uh, half work, just a rough guy daughter on the on the other hand uh looks like the orcs half orc half of his uh parentage uh took the day off he looks very humanish uh only betrayed by his the slight he's very uh ford looking half orc okay very care very attractive very Humanish features, but uh, he's a little. Do I see? He's a little portly. He's he's a little okay. overweight, but you know, a bigger guy. But he looks very humanish, if not for the the kind of palish green tint to his his uh uh skin and the tusks that uh, just do betray you, the corners of his mouth. Do I see any rings on his hands? Uh, give me a perception check. Yeah, because this will go well. Hey, lucky roll there at the end. Uh, 23. 23. You do not see any rings on his fingers. Okay. I mean, none at all. Hmm. Not a okay. one. Yeah. That's, that's worth a shot. Hey, it rolls the, the first first thing out. Okay. Uh, he comes out. Uh, some people in the crowd, like, hey, he greets a few people. He stops by a table or two and kind of claps somebody on his shoulder, shakes a hand. He, he says, 
hi. He, you know, gives one girl, you know, the, 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 how you doing kind of kiss. He's very, you know, appreciative of the regulars. If you so, uh, if you will, um, Mm -hmm. and everybody seems to, to like him and he's what the stocky, uh, half work stays, you know, protectively close to him, kind of eyeing everybody. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the the tall, lanky one kind of does a, a hover move where if he's on the east side of a table talking to somebody, the stocky one's just to his right or over his right shoulder. And the mm-hmm. lanky guy is on the opposite side of the table just observing the whole interaction, just watching. Mm-hmm. But they make their way through the the little crowd that's up on a balcony, you know, like four or five tables. You know, or there's like three tables right by the first stairwell. And he, he like greets a few of the people and says, hey. And uh, a couple of people in the crowd are like, hey, what's going? You know, and he just glad hands. And he makes his way down mm-hmm. the steps. At the base of the steps, he is meet, met by the Jessica, who hands him the clipboard. And... Uh, there's a quick exchange of words, her, you know, detailing what's going on. She points out a few things, apparently the, the show order and uh, mm-hmm. shows him to the, you know, he walks off towards the bar, takes a mm-hmm. drink, you know, he's just kind of going through his little prelim thing. As you see um, waiting by the doors, uh, these three, three uh, gnomes, they're kind of like, a, you know, just, all doing her little uh, crick and stretching her backs and and uh, you know shoulders and whatnot. They got they're getting their thing, getting limbered up for their show. Okay. He downs a shot, turns around, and uh, the the skinny uh, half orc stands uh, just over his left shoulder with his hand kind of on his shoulder, and. Donner addresses the crowd with that large, loud, booming voice as the uh, the tall, lengthy half orcs eyes kind of milky white uh, action as he uh, apparently is casting some kind of spell or whatnot to assist Donner. And uh, he says, welcome everyone, friends, acquaintances, First timers uh, to the Button Club and our weekly talent show. Uh, he looks at the clipboard. Uh, we got uh, a nice lineup with some returning fans, uh, some returning favorites, and some, well, we'll see how they do this times. Uh, but first up, we have the Scuttle Triplets. They are going to show us how it's done. And uh, mm-hmm. they roll, like, in a, they have a hold of uh, each other's uh, ankles, and they, like, barrel roll onto the dance floor. And as they roll, they hit the, about the center of the dance floor. They, uh, the loop that they form disintegrates, and they all do a somersault into, like, a perfect little uh, cartwheel, and they all are lined up. And there's a kind of coming from the band as they just go through these little uh, acrobatic moves 
they are doing flips onto each, like doing a pyramid. One flips up onto the other two shoulders. Uh, the crowd's just going, you know, getting into it. One does that whole break dance thing where they spin on top of their head, you know. But, you know, them being short little gnomes and uh, moving around like this, they very much uh, akin to like Yoda doing the whirling dervish attacks against uh, Dooku. You know, just flipping and flying. It's like almost hard to keep track of, you know, how they launched themselves into that move, let alone landed it and then mm-hmm. turned it into another one. Okay. But this goes on for uh, a few minutes and it settles down and the two two of them kind of move to the side and one becomes the focus to going into like a free form kind of thing. And then they trade off and to kind of everyone gets a rest and then they come back into um, their final act. All the while that is happening, what are you doing? Okay, so you got I'm you got upstairs. like a half a dozen actions. Okay, of, I'm uh, upstairs. So there's... By, by the time everyone's adequately distracted, I give there you. There is a railing that I can like see over top of, right? Uh, on the balcony. Yeah. Yeah, the the edge of the balcony is a metal railing kind of like, you know, the ho- hotel railing, you know, okay. slots, you know, it's metal, okay. it's you can see through it. Um Yeah. There's people so leaning on it, uh looking over, watching from above. Uh Okay. So I'm going to walk over towards the railing near the guard. I'm going to do a roll to see how well they're doing to see how well they got the, the crowd's attention. Um, they're doing average. Not everybody on the balcony okay. is. Uh, I mean, some people. Everybody looked, and then some people were like, "Yeah, yeah. whatever," and and just kind of go back to their business. They're not, not every. It's not a hundred percent capture of the audience's attention. Okay. So I'm going to walk over to the side, um, get as close to the guard as I can. Mm-hmm. And uh <clears throat> gonna clutch my uh my spell focus, my book, uh in in the bag, just kind of like hand in the bag, you know, and uh kind of lock eyes with the guard for a like watch for a sec and then look at the guard directly and cast Tasha are you catching his line of sight? I mean, are that's, you trying to get him to look at? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you kind of come over and get in his eye line, and yep. and do this. Okay. Yep. And uh, I'm gonna cast Tasha's hideous laughter, and I'm gonna say, you know, if I would have had those three little fuckers on my ship, maybe I wouldn't have been the victim of a mutiny. Okay. I'm gonna need him. To, I'm gonna need him to make me a save. Okay. Um, well, I gave him a just a flat plus two to the saving throw. That's a, that's a wisdom save. Yeah, that's twelve. That's a fail. I rolled a I rolled a ten. Um. Okay. He is uh, struck with laughter. Um. Oh yeah, he is. He's, that's a funny fucking story right there. Yeah, that was a that was a bad roll. Uh, cause that was not a funny story. Uh, 
He's going to be embarrassed about this reaction. Uh, he starts cracking up laughing. Uh, give it another roll here. Wow, I rolled worse. Um, he His yeah, eyes are tearing up. He's, he's uh, really uh, laughing. Uh, let me roll for that. Yeah. Um, kind of the remainder, the remaining, uh, people, uh, that were kind of not impressed by the, the tumbling gnomes, uh-huh. uh, are like, what the fuck is up with this guard? <laughs> and they're, 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 they're definitely distracted by that. Sweet. I'm going to cut my hand of the, my, my free hand to my mouth and uh, going to cantrip message to Lonix. You better fucking do it now. Okay. Um, Lonix will grab uh, Snowflake's shoulder. Give him, a, give him a nod like, you ready? And then I'm going to duck down into a crouching position, pull pull uh Snowflake down with me and dimension door right into the office. So hopefully we arrive crouched down behind the wall that is, you know, not transparent. So poof, we disappear here and arrive in the office. All right. Um, I mean, my first thought is to check the desk. Up a couple of drawers in the desk. Okay. So we had. Tasha's. That's one action. Yep. Uh, message, would that be a bonus action or another action? That's an action. Uh, okay. And Dimension Door is another. So we got three actions, three things we can do before the tumbler, the, the, the gnomes are done. So where are you looking first? The desk? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try okay. if the top drawers are open or if they're locked or what's up. Um, yeah, give me uh, um, investigation. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Um, you the like the center the center drawer right right above your legs. You know, pencil drawer. It's not locked. You find inside there uh, one of those like cigar cutters, uh, some kind of lighter, and uh, a snuff box. You know, paper clips, loose change, whatever. You know, normal shit you find in there. Um, there's only three drawers to the right. Uh, top small drawer has some uh, odds and ends. You know, pen, quill and stuff. One below that has some other stuff. The bottom drawer, the biggest drawer, is locked. I will, it can be part of the investigation action if you want to try and pick it. Hmm. Yeah, what type of role is Thieves Tools? Or like um, it is, uh, are you proficient in Thieves Tools? Yes. Then it's uh, whatever skill you have in your Thieves Tools plus your proficiency. Plus your so it'd be proficiency plus dex. Okay. Yes. 
Um, Where you doubled the proficiency. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think I officially went with expertise in that. So, um, yeah, it just be proficient. Okay. Best of luck. 19. 19. Uh, with uh, a bit of difficulty. Uh, not, but, you know, it's, it's hard to find that spot. But then, uh, oh, right there. Click. It opens up, and inside you find uh, uh, a strong box. You know, just like a, a smaller, like, like money box, strong box or what. Uh, and a few like files, scrolls, and a key, a small brass key, just loose, just sitting in there. First, I'm gonna take the key. Okay. Um. Okay. And is the left side locked at all? There's no drawers on the left side. Nothing on the left side. Okay. Yeah. So just this, the, the papers, the strong box, and a key. Yeah. I try the key on the strong box. Um, it doesn't open the strong box. It doesn't even fit. Okay. This key. There's a. It's. There's a key lock on the strong box, but uh, it's not. Not for this key. Obviously, this is for something else that is not. Either visible or around. Okay. Um, what else is in the room? Is there like a there's a there's it? a there's a cart with a like a Mad Men kind of liquor cabinet stuff. Um, there's a couch along the back wall. There's a chair. There's a couple chairs right in front of his desk. There's stuff on his desk. Uh, random papers and like, you know, notes and contracts and you see he's working through. There's an ashtray, uh, um, you know, just your average desk shit. Okay. There's a painting on the wall behind his desk. There's a painting above the couch that link is like the length of the couch of like uh, a flaming chariot with uh, um, looks like demons driving like satanic goats across the hellscape. Real macabre shit. But Jesus. Yeah. The one above behind his desk uh, looks to be uh, like a, that, that uh, sexy reclining nude, but her back is to you and she's kind of looking over your shoulder. She's like laying in this, in the surf. On the on a on a beach, it's like complete polar opposite of the other image. Um, can I kind of pull the picture back and just see if there's like a weird face behind the picture? Sure. Uh, which picture? Um, we'll do the one you were just describing, the longer one. Okay. The, oh, the the long one above the couch, or the the sexy yeah, the lady behind the, the desk. Couch. Okay, um, yeah, there's nothing behind that one. It's kind of bolted to the wall. It doesn't even move. It's like almost part of the wall. 
Um, you hear uh, some audience clapping uh, from from below. I assume you're doing all this kind of like crouched down almost because uh, you're trying to stay low so no one in the balcony sees you guys. It's dim in here. It's very dark. There's only like there's like a low born burning um, uh, lamp on his desk. And then there's like ones on the on a table near the door where you come in, but it's just like it's like dim in here, kind of smokers lounge kind of kind of lighting. Um, yeah, yeah big I mean, painting. I assume I moved behind the desk and then stayed low the whole time. Yeah, like I'm not coming up to a full standing height to check behind the painting. No, no, no. I get you. I'm okay. narrative just to keep it. You know what we were thinking. Uh, check behind the other painting then? Yep. Okay. Uh, this one, uh, as soon as you touch it, it kind of rocks a little bit and, and you pull it away from the wall. There is some kind of uh, alcove, some kind of, uh, it's not a safe, but like a, a shelf on the wall, like in, 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 uh, in the wall behind this painting. And uh, if you... Uh, Get up and I mean, you can pull the, the you can only pull the painting away from the wall a little bit before it's you're basically twisting it and it's hanging by a wire on a on a nail on the wall. So um, to get at at this, uh, it's it's pretty big. It's like four feet wide by you know three feet tall. It's a pretty big painting. Uh, to get at this little alcove, you, you almost have to pull the pull the painting down. Mm. Okay. I mean down down on the uh uh the dance floor a an elf the elf from the uh the dressing room comes out. They they go through it you hear a muffled introduction. Uh she's very beautiful, uh very uh um kind of glammed up. Not Jessica Rabbit kind of glammed, but you know, just looks really good. And she comes out and starts singing a haunting melody, and it almost. Uh, I need uh, Winston and Violet. If you're observing from the uh, the preparation room you know because they kind of leave the door like a little cracked so you guys can hear and stuff if you're uh observing i need a, both of you to roll me a wisdom saving throw since we're in the office um uh, we don't have to oh. it's a dirty 20 sir dirty 20 you feel the a well of emotions kind of uh, rise up in you, but uh, you're mm -hmm. able to stave it off, like not break down. You see a lot of people in the in the crowd starting to tear up, and uh, uh, women, some women, women are openly sobbing. Some men are just like kind of hiding their eyes, you know, kind of like, oh, I got allergies, kind of thing. But some, mm -hmm. a lot of people seem visibly moved by the song would you would you get violet were you were you uh you got a six um yes you are you are uh shaken 
by the the imagery in which this song uh, brings about. You, uh, it sings of of loss and uh, war and the loss of a, of loved ones and uh, a betrothed, and it starts to blame. You know, like you recognize a few historical uh, names from you know Deguse, uh histories. Uh, this is a very old song, you take it, but there's some kind of, uh, you know, just by your reaction to this, uh, there's some kind of working going on here. There is a purpose to this uh, reaction the crowd is getting. But that, that's what's happening below. Um, Snowflake, do you, do you take the painting down? Uh, Lonix comes over. What we doing? What we doing? I mean, I'm going to have to take this painting completely off the wall. It's the only way to get back there. Okay, um, okay. Um, can we tell that, like, a new person's come on stage? Yeah, you you hear that, but it's kind of through the glass that is in his office. You, you can tell that there's some kind of soundproofing in this room, kind of, like, muffled, you know, because it's, it's not quiet in here, but... When the crowd's loud, you hear like a kind of kind of just a a weird mumbling. Other than that, you don't really notice what's outside. There are some lights and stuff that are taking place outside. Like uh, somebody is operating some kind of spotlight and moving them around to to focus the the crowd's attention various places, but. Uh, yeah, it's the outside's kind of unnoticeable from us. So uh I'm gonna do a dexterity check just to see if we can get this down without dropping it. How's that? And without standing up. So Onyx is not really there for you. Got a twenty-four. Yeah, with a twenty-four. Uh, you are able to compensate for the fact that Lonix just flat out drops it with his two. Uh, even with his uh, bonus two, that's only a four. Uh, I, he just butterfingers it, and you're like, God damn it. You catch it and tip it against the desk uh, with only a slight you know, bump it makes. But uh, you're hoping that the soundproofing for this office works both ways. Uh, on this little... Uh, cut out into the wall it's like uh two foot by two foot and then like a foot deep sitting in that little space is a uh solid iron and brass chest with a keyhole that looks uh like it would fit the key you just discovered all right i mean the painting's already down so yeah uh i'm gonna I'm going to grab the chest and kind of lower it down to a below the window type of level. Put it uh, the okay. Uh, as you reach for the chest, I need you to roll me. Heavy. I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, cool. You take. So four shock damage as a 
just a overall buzz emanates from this uh from this chest and it you notice you get your hand on it you get shocked but you're unable to move it it is like rooted on that shelf okay um do i feel like i can stick the key into it without getting shocked again or yeah the key is like the, the the lock is a there's like a little box that kind of protrudes from from the actual chest itself. The locking mechanism is a it's a little away from it. Like you can get the key in there without ever touching the, the chest and turn it. But yeah, I will put the key in. See if that fits. Okay. As you uh, put the key in, turn it. You see you uh, feel like the hairs on the back of your head. Or or back of your neck, or kind of stand standing up. That 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 static charge you feel as you make the key makes contact, and you turn it. As soon as you turn it, and you hear the click, that charge dissipates. It's it's like nullified, gone. As the lid pops open, you see inside a um, a a scroll rolled up uh, scroll case. This this area is two by two by one in, foot one foot deep, and a scroll case is your average, you know, like six inch scroll, scroll case. Uh, there's a little uh, velvet drawstring bag, like a like a, a dice bag, and uh, several uh, coins, gold, platinum, etc. How long would you say they've been in the office? Um, they, this is uh, well into this girl's song. And they've been in there for three, four minutes. I am going to subtly send a message. Two. I would assume so by now. How long, yeah, how long does... Uh, um, the hideous laughter last. Uh, one minute. One minute. And he gets a saving throw after each turn. Yeah. Okay, I'll give him a couple here. Uh, that's another ten. And that's another ten. So yeah, he's he's still um, right now. Uh, the waitress that he was kind of flirting with before is uh put her tray down on the nearest table and come to like assist him like something's wrong with this dude he's usually a <laughs> little more serious than this uh so that may or may not cause you uh alarm that 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 is drawing more attention than than just him uh but uh yeah you find a scroll case a bunch of coins and a little velvet uh, bag, like a coin purse, but smaller. Um, I'm going to take everything, close it up, lock it back up again. Um, the drawer is still unlocked from where you found, oh found yeah, the thing. I'm going to keep this key. Okay. And, did you uh, open the strong box? I forget if you did. No. No, you didn't. Okay. Oh, no, because you said the key doesn't fit to the strong box for sure. So yeah. I moved on from there. Um, uh, how big is the strong box? 
Uh, the strong box is like a, probably the size of a book, you know, like eight by 10, and it's about three inches thick. It's a, it's a solid metal box. How are we getting out of here? Um, when you say we're ready, I am going to expel all but one of my sorcery points and recast Dimension Door. Then, yeah, I will go ahead and take the strong box as well. Okay, so you're not exceeding your carrying capacity, because that is condition of the spell. Um, uh, I, your carrying capacity, or no? I mean, if you want to give me something, it's it, each of our carry capacity. Oh, it's yeah. basically to keep no, me from. I'm, I'm carrying one strong uh, box and the contents of the other box. Yeah, it, it's basically the wording of the spell prevents me from carrying you, who is carrying someone else, or me, who is carrying a tank or something stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I will, as a bonus action. Sacrifice six uh, sorcery points and cast Dimension Door again. Um, well, first, let me do a perception check. Wow. I rolled a 19. What luck. Um, I do a quick peek through the, uh, lift my head up just enough to see through the window. I see everyone is still engrossed with the, with the singer and, uh, I'm like, hold on to me. As soon as I feel his hand on my shoulder, I cast a mention door, and we poof, right back to the table we left just minutes ago. Um, so, like, I'm going to try and tuck this strong box into, like, inside of my cloak around my belt, like, inside of my shirt type of thing. To see um, I assume we have our packs and stuff. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not a performer. I'm just in a place. I'm sure I have a bag on my back here. I can throw it in there. Okay. Then we'll toss it in there. Okay. Uh, so we didn't investigate any of the stuff. We just grabbed it all. Correct. Okay. I just want to get out of there and then see. Um. Is there like a hallway before we get into the club type of thing? Or can I like walk out? Um, there is a, well, we'll say a, on the lower deck in the, uh, on the right side, opposite where uh, Violet went for the dressing room, there is a lavatory. Bathroom. So we'll just both go into the restroom. Oh, it's one of those days? Mm-hmm. Okay, well. I don't know if that'll get us more or less questions, but. Well, my wife did leave me, so I got options. Uh, so do we signal? Uh, yeah, message. Winston? Did... Message Winston to let him know, like. Okay, as soon as we arrive, I, I say, I, I can see Winston by the railing over by the guard and I'm like I'm like you hear in your voice he's still laughing we're back why is he still laughing I'll whisper back because he's a fucking moron well let him go can, can we let him go 
He's yeah, I'll let him go. I'll let him go. He starts coughing <laughs> when he starts stops laughing, and he kind of gets a little get a little mad, like what the fuck? And uh, the girl is laughing at him. The the waitress mm-hmm. that he was wearing was laughing at him, and he's like sh- he's like kind of drying his eyes and and you know doing that. I can't catch my breath. I was laughing so much. Cough thing, mm-hmm. and he's kind of like kind of shrugs her off, like stop, quit. You know, kind of embarrassed, but he plays it off sure. pretty well. Okay. Uh, okay. If you turn, you can see. Uh, Snowflake and Lonix right back where they were at the, the back table. Sort of okay. uh, behind the uh, the other stairwell opposite the, the balcony. Mm-hmm. So okay. You join them. Yep. I'm heading over. Okay. So uh, the 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 sad lady uh, the sad lady uh, finishes her song, and uh, I forget what else uh, I said it was back there. But the next act comes out, uh, say uh, some dwarf uh, fire breather. Fire breather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Why not? Okay. It's a talent show, man. You get it's a talent show inside a dungeon. Yeah. You get no, all kinds. No. Fuck. I but you haven't seen it. Okay. That's what they they say. And he comes out, and after the introduction, you guys are kind of working your way through the crowd, head towards the stairs to come down. Uh, Snowflake is. Uh, let you know, hey, we're headed to the bathroom. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just saying what you're doing. You guys can tell me what you want to do. Uh, but so, he starts he starts his act, and he ta- he he's got this uh, flask or wine skin or what. He's he's got a whole freaking breastplate of flasks. Very familiar, huh. if you will. Yeah. He grabs one, takes a drink. You see, you can see he totally swallowed it, and then he belches this ball of fire, which then he like swirls his hand, firebender like, and that ball mm-hmm. of fire coils. The ball of fire just like kind of like dissects itself, and it becomes this coiled snake that rises up in a cobra uh, hood and strikes at the bar. And everybody like sitting at the like near the bar, just like oh, like recoil and thing. And then it like as soon as it strikes, it dissipates. And he's grabbing another flask, and he does kind of a little twirl. He faces the opposite side, takes another flat uh, pull of this flask, and he belches out um, another ball of fire that you know he shapes into another creature illusion. Whatever. So it just goes on and on. Got a got a question for you. Hmm. <clears throat> Would you consider his flaming belch projectiles to be an object? Um, I would consider them to be a illusion. 
Because I don't think he's really breathing fire. That's fine. It's just, just it's 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 just there may be some fire to it with his uh-huh. casting, or uh-huh. to to replicate the heat or to give the finish off the illusion, but it's mostly illusion. Okay. Okay. That's fine. he's just excuse to get drunk in public and scare sure. people. Sure. No, that's just wasn't. Uh... Was curious how that would work. That's fine. Oh, believe me, I've thought about Reork's uh, uh, backstory, and uh, this yeah. is definitely a, either a grandson or grandpa. I don't remember what timeline Reork was. Yeah, if he was past or future. So, his past. Okay, then this is definitely a grandson. Cool. Okay, that's that. Was gonna help distract from anything else, but oh, believe me, this guy's got. Yeah, let me let me let me roll. But uh, yeah, uh, the crowd rolled a two. They are enraptured by uh, his his display. He's Sweet. he's currently he's currently got uh, a swirl of uh, like a ring of fire that's going around him, and it looks like mm-hmm. a snake chasing its tail. That mm-hmm. he had he he had blown out one nostril, and now he is working another uh, breath of fire above him. That is a hawk chasing the snake, and it's mm-hmm. coming closer and closer as they both start to fend each other off while chasing the other. Okay, but he's he's working some you know fanciful illusions. Sweet. But uh, yeah, you guys make it to the lavatory without uh, um, any interruption or causing any scene. Uh, Lonix says, did we get what we wanted? As you guys enter the lavatory, which uh, there's one other patron in here, but he is he's half passed out in the urinal. He's like leaning against the wall. His face is kind of against the tile and he's kind of drooling. His pants are falling down around his ankles. He's just kind of sitting in the urinal. You happen to be wearing a shirt as a pair of pants. He is wearing a shirt as a pair of pants. All right, you're you're leaving. Okay. Okay. So is everybody in the bathroom? Uh, the three of us are. Okay. Uh, well, let's check out what we got before we uh, pull Payday out of the lineup, or pull right. Violet out of the lineup. Uh, yeah. I mean the the velvet bag. Like I'm going to go inside of a stall to open this, but the velvet bag should be. Easiest to open first, hopefully. Sure. You go in the stall. You, uh, I, uh, I grab the strong box, right? I, I, I'm not any. So you have it, yes. Yeah, I, I don't have any ability to open this. So I assumed you were coming in the stall with me. Oh, sure. That guy doesn't mind. Sure. I go in the stall with you. Where, where are you at, uh, Winston? 
Just thinking these these humans are weird. Um, I'm gonna keep an eye. I'm gonna be in the bathroom, but not in the stall. I'm gonna keep an eye on Drunky Man and the um, urinal, and make sure that uh, you know anybody else who comes in isn't gonna catch them off guard. Excellent. Okay. So, velvet bag. You open it up. Let me grab my... Oop, there it is. Uh, you open up the velvet bag, and inside is a, is a gold ring with uh, a sapphire and diamond setting. Uh, most assuredly, a, an engagement, of, engagement ring of so, some sort. Okay, well, I think we're good. We can pack it in. Okay. Uh, do we even need this? I, I hold up the strong box. Yeah, we better take it. We don't know. Okay. Um, I, I kind of peek over the stall door and I, Winston, we got it. Get Get Violet. We can get the hell out of here. Sounds like a winner to me. I'm going to head out of the bathroom and... Uh, Cough into a wire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's going be back, so... Uh, I was rolling percentile. I was rolling percentile to see where it was, so I didn't. I didn't even know where it was. It was going to be uh, up to chance. So when I rolled for it to see if it was in the velvet bag, I got a ten percent. So yeah, it's in the back. All right. All right. So make your way out of the. Lavatory back in the the fire breather is uh, finishing up his act. He's chasing a few people in the uh, uh, the crowd around the edges of the dance floor with some kind of uh, it looked like a three headed uh, dog kind of cerebus uh, flaming beast that's just romping behind them and they're cowering and running away from as the rest of the crowd is just going nuts like yeah this is awesome and he finishes act with a just grotesquely long belch that comes out as uh cinders to a roaring what's that he is the third act he has the third act okay uh, and the, the crowd uh, just kind of um, goes nuts and, and is uh, wholeheartedly into this guy, just showmanship and, and absurdity. Uh, Donner comes out onto the, the, the floor to, uh, you know, as he finishes and t- is taking his bows and you know, says, what do you guys think? And everybody's clapping. He goes, I don't know. I think we have a front runner here. You know, somebody get the prize money ready. 
this guy, you know, he's just kind of, you know, playing him up. But before we get ahead of myself, we got uh, a very uh, eager first-timer, Dragonborn. Duo come to the come to the floor. Jeff, are you back? Okay. Um, I think uh, Winston sent you a message. Uh, we got the the ring. We're headed to the door. You can bow out, or in ten minutes. Okay. Um, I am going to hand over everything to um, for Lonix to have in the one bag in case okay. I need to go backstage or anything like that because I previously posed as a manager so it would sure, be sure. if I was there so before we leave the restroom I'd say we stow that away yeah, stow it all back away in your bag, and you and Winston can start heading towards the door. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just saw your message, Jeff. That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Do we want to leave outright, or? I mean, it sounds like uh, there's going to be a show here, so. I'm fine waiting for it. I just want you guys to be out of the way. Yeah. Um, I'm a little nervous holding all this stuff, but uh, sure. Well, hold Winston's hand if you need to. I've, okay. I've, I've got an idea on how we can handle that. Oh, no. No, no. He has a plan. No, I, I have an idea. I didn't say it was a plan. I have an idea. That's usually all it takes, so, isn't it? In the in the uh, hallway area outside outside of the dungeon. Yes. When, once we get there, we're gonna uh, you're you're gonna send him a message and tell him. Um, that once they get outside the dungeon, um, they they need to hang tight for a minute or so, and then we're gonna make ourselves scarce. <laughs> but you're gonna you're gonna send the message while I'm prepping to make us scarce. Okay. Now I I will want to like there's shit there's guards outside right fuck fuck, fuck there's fuck. the satyr uh, yeah. doorman and I think there was somebody right outside the door I can't remember exactly yeah yeah so okay we're gonna need to get out of their line of sight uh, ooh, um, ooh. if if memory serves this is that H kind of hallway. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a short short walk to get around the corner, so to speak. Yeah. So we're gonna get around the corner. Send them a message and tell them to come around the corner. Um, and that will not be possible. Why? You can't send a message from outside the dungeon into the dungeon. Oh shit! Okay. It is. Okay. It, it is. It's it right. right. Considerably beyond the range yeah. of a hundred. Yeah. Feet. Okay. So we're gonna on our way out the door. Will you send a message to Violet? I mm-hmm. will send a message to uh, Snowflake. Okay. Tell them to meet us in the hallway for Dungeon 77. Okay. The other dungeon. Yes. Okay. It, the, uh, the, the broken, The broken dungeon. Yes. Yes. It's only been a few hours. It's well before dawn. So it's yep. like three, not even three o'clock yet. Yep. Fine. Once we're outside the dungeon, we need to uh, inconspicuously move with some haste. Like, we're not going to just start running, but we're not going to, you know. <clears throat> Hang out and talk to anyone. Okay. Um, so we work our way through the crowd, past the satyr. Later. He uh, gives you a... Even before the show's over? And uh, yeah, I think I have... No, I don't have performance, but I have a good charisma, so... Um, never mind. Uh, that was a horrible roll. Uh, I feign like I'm sick and, uh, well, just say he didn't believe me. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't believe me. Looks at us weird. He's just ashamed to say that he's never tried cat. Stop saying it. Deception. Much better. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, if it matters, my deception roll is a nineteen. Yeah, I, I got an eighteen. So yeah, we're we're yeah. we're golden with uh, deception. Uh, lesson learned. Don't try charisma. <laughs> or do try charisma, just not performance. I am. Yeah. I am skilled in deception. My plus seven helps a lot. Yeah. My zero helped a whole lot. Yeah. Well, um, so we get outside to the hallway where the uh, bouncer slash doorman is. uh, Have a nice evening, day, whatever it is in here. (laughs) You too. Um, but before we actually walk through that doorway, we sent a message. I sent a message to Snowflake. Yep. We will be outside. Uh, this. My fingers are burning holding bro- this. Yeah. Go to the broken dungeon. Go to the broken dungeon. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, the Dragonborn, uh, first timer, 
had a very uh, uh, first trimester. There was a duo of them. Had a very uh, hit or m- mostly miss uh, performance of swordsmanship. They they displayed some kind of fanciful fencing uh, thing that just really didn't land with this crowd. Uh, okay. But uh, is over, and Donner, Donner gives him some love. He, 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 he's like, hey, 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 this isn't the easiest thing. Uh, that guy wasn't the easiest thing to follow, and give him a break. It's the first time. So, uh, Violet, you are up, dear. What you got? Have have at it. Let me, let me, tell me the intention, and I will throw curve where needed. Yes. You're leaving. You're leaving the robe backstage. So all you're wearing currently are illusions. Our emperor line. It's okay. No, no, I mean, it's like uh, pine wood. Yeah, it's barely a pound. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they they give you this kind of like uh, comes a whimsical little do 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 kind of thing. Yeah. drinks yeah the little 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 uh like eye-shaped crossbar thing yeah actually you can no no it'd be better to operate that thing Stark naked. Okay. Okay. 
this uh this uh definitely gets a uh, a few jeers and uh, uh some some cheers from the from the cloud uh everyone notices and uh everyone has an opinion Okay. 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 <laughs> so you're doing a mirror dance with the marionette. Okay. Okay. I like it. Crowd's watching floppy gnome titties. So, <laughs> halfling, halfling. <laughs> Um, well, for the, uh, uh, the stripping, nothing. You're just dropping an illusion. Uh, for the controlling your, your, your birds, nothing that's already active. Uh, I'm going to need a performance check for the dancing. And then a spellcasting, uh, check to control the marionette. that make sense? Okay. Well, you're going to, you're going to try and dance while using your mage hand. So uh, it could be sleight of hand to, to control sleight of hand to control the marionette. There you go. That, that would be because well, casting the spell, I guess you're, you already cast the spell. It's just now. Excuse me. Um, your uh, nakedness will definitely uh, uh, allot you a bit of uh, distraction from uh, any perceived mistakes the there curve. might be. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ten. Um, yeah, not you're not uh, uh, a rocket, but uh, you you uh, you got some moves. No, but you're at, you're you're trying to add to that the marionettes mocking you can actually uh roll me a uh an insight check real quick yeah insight to try to judge the the crowd's reaction to your dancing 12 yeah you uh you adequately uh 
interpret that the the crowd isn't uh, particularly inspired by your dancing. So uh, perhaps a more uh, instead of awe awe inspiring, a more comical duo. So maybe the Marriott mocks your dance and actually dances better than you. Okay, there you go. Absolutely. That perfect. It is uh, almost twice the dancer you are. So yeah, the the marionette you you do a little soft shoe kind of kind of wiggle gyration, and then the marionette does it like she just left Juilliard, and it's like no, you meant this, and then you do a little move, and the marionette does again, close, but this is how you do it, and that that back and forth carries on for however long this portion of your act would would uh, uh extend mm -hmm. okay i mean give me uh Ooh. The crowd is uh, definitely um, captured. Uh, I rolled a two, so they're definitely in a rapture to your performance. Uh, let's see what kind of uh, judge the the crowd gets you for. Uh, uh, Sixty one percent of the crowd is very enthusiastic, and Donner Donner rolled a four. Um, Maybe it's female nudity that he's just not a fan of. But uh, <laughs> uh, the crowd liked it. Donner was like, okay, I guess that's one way to go. I did like the marionette. That was an interesting choice. What do you say, folks? And, and then they all give their rousing you know, approval, the, the clapping. He goes, good job. Not bad for the first try. Hey, Dragon Boys, pay attention. That's how it's done. And he uh, thanks you, and uh, Vajessica comes up and, you know, shows you where you can, you know, take a table and wait for the final act. Okay. Uh, you just want, you just want to, you just want to see what I come up with for the final act, huh? Um, right. Uh, well, you can change that with Mask of Many Faces. Okay. Um, out, out, coming out last is a, uh, uh, an older gentleman, uh, because I did say something about a magic act, and a, and a, uh, very voluptuous young lady, uh, assistant come out and uh he reaches into his his robe and yeah no problem pulls out a table and then he reaches into a pocket and 
19, uh, pulls out a handkerchief that extends into a tablecloth that he drapes over the little table. Uh, and then he asks his assistant, he reaches hand, reaches his hand out to his assistant, who, again, uh, holds out an empty hand, and he pulls from her empty hand a briefcase-like object that he drops on a table, flips open, and he says, my name is Raymond Dendak, and I am here to amaze you. And he goes into a, just a performance magic act. At one point, Okay, and that is? Uh, no. But you can create sounds. Okay. Um wow. he 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 is uh going through his act. It is uh uh right and proper stage magic. Card tricks, doves, uh as at one point he uh pulls off the tablecloth and instead of uh uh the little you know card table there, as he pulls a thing off, he turns it on its side and it has legs that drop from the side and it becomes that that coffin thing and he gestures his uh, assistant into it in which he uh, very deftly uh, cuts her in half um, and then he doesn't put her back together. He just opens both halves and there are two of her now. Um, you know, just out and out amazing stuff. But in the midst of revealing the now two assistants, a boo echoes from the crowd, and, and it, his face cracks for a second, and it betrays his like utter astonishment that someone would boo. Like, what? What? What did I do wrong? And and the rest of his act is kind of a recovery from that moment of betrayal where he, uh, he isn't sure of himself and kind of loses track of where he's going, but he finishes strong when he makes both of the, uh, assistants, uh, disappear with right under his, uh, his cloak. And as he pulls his hood up, he pulls the cloak over the front of his face and down off of himself, and he is now the assistant, and the robe is empty in his hand, and she takes a bow, and he ends his, his set. Huh. That was Raymond Dendek. Yes, it was.
the black sheep of the magic family. Um, Okay. Uh, the the crowd the crowd uh, um, cheers. Uh, this guy has obviously uh, been here before. He is uh, dare say a regular, um, and uh, some people are uh, kind of tired of him. Other people are very excited uh, to see him for the eightieth time, kind of thing. Uh, but. Uh, Donner announces, oh, it's time to make our final call. If we can have all our contests or all our uh, entries make their way to the floor, we'll get this thing settled. And uh, he kind of, as he says that, he kind of does a little kind of high sign to a stocky guard who gives a nod. And uh, he starts making his way up the steps towards the door to the office. Like to go go retrieve something. Yeah. Prize money or (laughs) what? Oh, we're so fucked. (laughs) You're not. You're gone. That's true. That is true. Uh, Me, uh... Speaking of which, uh, Dylan, where have you been uh, hiding the whole time? Did you go join uh, Violet at the table where she was uh, instructed? Yeah. Is... So did everybody make their way to the stage before they made yeah, the stage? All the contestants. The office, or... Yeah, all the contestants come out. The, the gnomes, the, the elf singer, the fire breather, the dragon born duo, they're... Uh, they're they're looking a little down in the mouth, but th- th- they come out and uh, actually the crowd kind of reacts very well to their somber kind of like disappointment. Uh, as they come on a stage, they get like the most like rousing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good job. You know, kind of appreciate them trying and hope they come back kind of thing. Uh, Violet gets a, gets a couple wolf whistles uh, because she's still naked. Uh, I'm proud of it. And uh, Raymond Dendek uh, arrives. Uh, 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 he has returned. The assistant is nowhere to be seen, but he he does come up. And he comes up and he shakes Donner's hand and kind of greets him like an old friend. Uh, and they, they exchange a little bit before Donner gets back into the... So... Not a bad showing tonight. Uh, he goes through his little speech. You know, thanks, everybody, for their participation. But sadly, somebody has to walk away with the ribbon here. Uh, who's it going to be, folks? And he uh, he kind of holds his hand over the, the, the gnomes, and everybody you know uh, applauds. And there is a... Uh, the, the thin... Uh, or half orc guard, his his buddy, kind of stands behind the contestant with his hands like kind of in a uh, uh, V, uh, raised up in front of him, like over their head. And as they clap, that a little like ball of light appears between his hands and glows, uh, in proportion to to the applause and and the people. They get kind of like a, a a pretty 
bright, bigger than a, a grapefruit kind of a uh, little sun burning there. As it moves to the uh, the the elf, again, same gesture, Donner thanks her, does, and he holds her up there. And the 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 ball of light is smaller but way brighter. It's like the people that cheer are very enthusiastic, but there's way less of them. Um, the the dwarven fire breather uh, actually a surprise to uh, to to Donner gets a very uh, rousing response, except for a few people visibly in the crowd that are that are upset because they were the the butt of some of his torments from the illusion, chased them around the dance floor. Uh, they are not too keen, but a lot of people, honestly, that couple's uh, uh, embarrassment only adds to the other people's enjoyment. So he get he seems to be in the lead right now. Uh, the Dragonborn duo get a sympathy vote and uh, are um, maybe third place or so. Uh, Violet, I'm going to roll me some percentiles, see what we end up with here. 55. Nice. You get a, a good um, response from the crowd, but so far, the, uh, the, the fire breather is just edging you out. Uh, actually, let me roll for him. Yes, sorry. 64 to 55. He is just edging you out. And then uh, Raymond Dendak, with a smile from Donner, uh, gets his, well, fuck me. Uh, he gets an 84. So, uh, once again, Donner wins. And uh, uh, no surprise there, folks. Uh, and uh, there's some jeers from the crowd. Some people are like, God damn it, retire already. You know, like fucking Brady. Uh, and all that shit. And... Uh, but mostly everybody's happy. They didn't pay anything. They got a free show. And um, it's as, as uh, the winner is announced, uh, you hear a slam as the door at the end of the hallway flies open. And at the top of the stairs appears the stocky half-work. And he's shaking his head like, like, what the hell? And uh, Donner looks at him kind of confused. He looks to the other, the, the thin, uh, arcane wizardy kind of a friend and looks, looks to him, points up to uh, Thick Brother. And uh, there's obviously some kind of arcane uh, communication happening. And... Uh, Donner, ever the showman, ever the uh, professional, says, well, we're going to have to cut it there tonight, folks. Thanks for coming. Uh, please tip your waitresses. Uh, the bar will be open for another hour. And please enjoy yourself. Uh, Raymond, if you'll come with me. And uh, he, like he's taking him up to reward him. But he like makes his way up the steps like uh, two at a time ahead of Raymond. And... Uh, some kind of commotion is going about. He he meets like three steps from the top. He meets the stocky door and he gets the lowdown of what's going on. And uh, 
daughter kind of turn around and he he looks out to the crowd and he just does kind of a a wave and like a circle with his arm like hey 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 round us up and you see in the crowd just uh various you you noticed them before they're waiters slash uh you know bouncer security kind of kind of people standing around they are up and they are moving towards the uh exits to make sure that um uh, maybe no one leaves. But it's midnight, and I think that's where we'll leave off. Hey, before you cut audio. Yes. I just want to get this on record. Um, mm-hmm. When Lonix and Winston got into the hallway for the... Uh, uh, broken dungeon. Um, I used my ring of spell storing to yes. use my second stored spell, and uh, we went up a rope and into a spot. Oh, rope, rope trick. trick! Nice. Yes. Okay, we yes. are in the. Ex- don't, please don't try that in a dungeon. <laughs> okay. Um. Just for uh, detail space, uh, yeah. Each dungeon is basically a rope trick, right? I mean, it's very right. elaborate rope trick, but it's right. what each dungeon is. And right. a rope trick inside of a rope trick is too many rope tricks. Yeah, it'd probably go really bad. Um. You know what? On second thought, do it. Yeah, I really want to see where where I can take that. Cool. Yep. 